Hi guys, this is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing and it has been a long time. I've missed you guys. I have been super busy. First, let me tell you why I got so busy that I haven't done a, a podcast in it consistently. I accidentally uh, was hired to help a grant writing firm. Um, they, uh, I had an acquaintance that I've known here in Harlingen for a little while. I mean, we weren't super, super close, but we met each other and we were Facebook friends and she has a grant writing, uh, company here in Harlingen and she needed some help. And, um, so she contacted me and I agreed to uh, come in and start helping her out. And I've been working 40 hours, well, almost 40 hours a week. It will be 40 hours a week. But since I started, you know, she messaged me on a Sunday and I started that very Monday. Uh, I had some other things already um, that I couldn't, uh, I couldn't work on some days and some hours. But, um, but yeah, I uh, started working there and uh, I've really enjoyed it. But when I got home, it was kind of difficult to start transitioning into all the things that I was doing when I was working strictly from home. Uh, it, I So what I'm going to talk, this podcast right here, I'm going to start with what how to start a business. Now, you can Google, a, uh, you can put in how to start a, biz, a business. You can Google that and there is going to be a lot, a lot of information there uh, on the internet. But what, uh, now the first thing when you decide you want to start your own business and become an entrepreneur is you've got to figure out what business do you want to start. Is there something that you already know you want to do? Is there something that you just decided I want to work from home therefore you're now in the idea stage and you want to figure it out? Um, when I've started my own business, I already pretty much had an idea of what I wanted to do. I just had to do the research. And um, of course, I didn't always start out the way you're supposed to start because I already had a full-time job. So whatever ideas I had, I figured I would just throw it at the wall, see if it stuck. And uh, I just stuck with it until it became a... Uh, a business. So that's really how I've started my own businesses is pretty much just a leap of faith and just kept at it and kept at it. Um, but typically what you want to do is, you know, figure it out. What do you want to do? Do a quick search for existing companies in your chosen industry or what do you really have a passion for? And it can be just about anything these days. Um, learn what current brand leaders are doing and figure out how you can do it better. Many small business ideas carry low startup costs and can be ran from home. Now, 
I have started two businesses in my lifetime. One was a dress-up tea party business, and that will be uh, later on on one of my uh, podcasts after this one. And we'll talk about how I started that tea party business. And I ran that from 2000 until the pandemic. And I could still be doing that business right now in people's homes, but I chose to kind of pivot to another business and I started my, uh, I'll still do parties, but um, my new business is professional home organizing, as most of you already know, and now I'm helping a grant writer and we'll see where that goes um, because I'm really enjoying it. But what it, and then once you figure out by doing the research what it is that you really want to do, then you've got to figure out why do you want to do it? Where's your passion? What's going to drive you? Uh, refine to refine your business idea, identify your why, your target customers, and your business name. Now, and in here in Harlingen. You know, we do have, there are um, organizations that can actually help you uh, with business planning and um, really uh, stuff like that, that really does take a lot of your time and energy. But if you're going to do your business, you really need to do the research. Um, you need to clarify why you want to work with these customers? Do you have a passion for making people's lives easier? Um, you want to define how, sorry, <laughs> you want to define who your customers are going to be. You want to, to um, define how you, you will provide value to these customers. Why will they come to you for the chosen business that you chose to um, to start. Um, how do you communicate that value in a way that they are willing to pay? You know, are you gonna do enough research to find out how you can do better than the way it's being done now? How are you gonna make your business stand out from all the other people that are doing what you chose to do? Uh, are, are you going to charge more than that other business in your area? Are you going to choose less than the other business in your area? Are you going to charge about the same price? Um, you know, there's always something you can do to make your business stand out from the rest, but it does take a lot of work and a lot of stick to itness. Um, you will need a business plan. A strong business plan can help you prepare for every aspect of your business. Conducting through market research on your field and demographics of potential clientele is an important part of creating a business plan. This involves conducting surveys, maybe holding a focus group, depending on what type of business. Now, I had a, a tea party business 
um, and now an organizing business and I haven't really had to do the uh, focus groups because again I had a full-time job and just threw it out there to see what happened and built it from there. Um, a business plan helps you figure out where your company is going. And how to overcome any potential difficulties that may come up in the course of building your business. Uh, finances are very important. Many startups fail because they run out of money before turning a profit. You really, really, really have to have at least three or four years saved uh, salary saved up so that you can, because from what I've seen, now this is not my expert, this is just my expert opinion. It's not really... Um, something that I know from uh, anything. It's just something I know in this area here in where I live. Um, I've seen businesses go down after three years. They were able to keep it open for three years. And then that fourth year, you know, so if you can have enough finances set aside to keep your business open past the three year mark, um, sometimes that's an indicator that you may be able to stick it out, uh, especially during this pandemic. If you're able to keep your business going through this pandemic, then when this pandemic is over, you pretty much have a decent shot. If you haven't done it by going into extreme debt. Um, so let's see. You, um, there are also, and since I write, I, I, I don't write, I have started helping at this grant writing um, business. I did notice there are small business grants for women. There are grants out there. I don't know much about the grant writing and the grants per se. I am learning about some of the requirements right now. But uh, I do know that there are grants out there. You just have to do the research and maybe contact your local grant writer. Um, the one here in Harlingen is Education Research Institute. You might want to check them out. Uh, tell them that Carrie from Fullerton Professional Organizing <laughs> sent you just, you know, just so she knows where it came from. But determine profitability. How much revenue do I need to generate to cover all my expenses? Which products or services turn a profit and which ones are sold at a loss? Um, now, price, a product or service. When most people think about pricing, they consider how much their product costs to create and how competitors are pricing their pricing their products. What are the fixed rates? What are the variable costs? And what is the total cost? What is the cost of any physical goods that, or what is the cost of labor? Now, in my case, the businesses I started, I was able to do these businesses 
on my own. I didn't need employees. Um, the party business, you do need to buy product up front to run that business. Uh, my organizing business, I did need some products, but it really was a low cost um, to start the organizing business. A lot lower startup costs than the tea party business because my dress up tea party business I needed dress up clothes I needed um, I needed party supplies uh, and and pretty ways to display the all the things that I brought in I, I just didn't want to bring it, everything in in cardboard boxes you can starting out but I didn't that's not how I wanted to to do that um, analyze the data. What volumes of goods or services do you have to sell to be profitable? How can I reduce my overall fixed cost? How can I reduce the variable cost per unit? How can I improve sales? These are all things you have to talk, think about. Um, if you have a brick and mortar and you have to pay rent, that really, really, really you really have to be successful to pay the rent and to make a profit. If you work from home, there's a little less pressure. You still have to make a living, but at least you don't have to take out a big chunk for the uh, the rent. Of course, you got to make enough to pay your own rent, but that's a whole different story because you have to make that anyway. Um, but, uh, having a brick and mortar really causes you to have to pay two rents, your home and your business rent. It's just, uh, uh, and I'm only saying that because it just does weigh on you when you are trying to succeed in your business. And of course, making it legal, you can get a lot of information off of LegalZoom. I like LegalZoom because it was actually easy to understand. It's not where I, I didn't pay LegalZoom to get all mine done, but um, after it was all done and I really needed to learn what it was all about, I was able to go to LegalZoom and at least learn what it was all about. Um, because you're going to have to know, you know, do you need an LLC? Do you need a DBA? Do you need to become a corporation and, and, uh, Inc or sole proprietor? Um, an LLC and a corporation. And I'm not going to go into all the details because there is a lot, but if you were to listen to it here over this podcast, it would be a lot of legal jargon and it would bore you to death. It's hard for me to even read and to learn because it bores me to death, but it's important. You need to know these things. Um, so I'm going to just tell you little brief things about LLC and a corporation. Those both protect owners so they're not personally on the hook for business liabilities or debts. LLCs have one or more individual owners and corporations have shareholders. Uh, LLCs and corporations, you don't get personal liability protection with uh, sole proprietorships or DBAs. 
um, LLC and sole proprietorship and LLC protects owners from being, and some of this I'm repeating, but it's just because I'm trying to go step by step. With an LLC, it protects owners from being personally on the hook for business liabilities or debts, but a sole proprietorship doesn't. And I probably repeated myself there for sure. LLCs and S corporations and sole proprietorships are taxed once on profits received. C corporations are taxed twice. The business pays taxes at the corporate level and shareholders pay taxes on income received. Now, a DBA is what I'm learning about now with my other business because I have an LLC with my Glitzy Glam uh, parties is an LLC. So now I am was wondering about what do I do about my Fullerton organizing business? And a DBA in most states require you to get, uh, most states require you to get a DBA. If you're using a business name that's different from your LLC or corporation name, my LLC is Glitzy Glam Parties, entrepreneurs sometimes have more than one business going at the same time. It may make sense to give each business its own name but setting up separate LLCs as a layer of paperwork and complexity. A simpler approach is to give the LLC one name and set up DBAs for each of the business lines. Now, this is an example of different types of services that they have created businesses for under landscaping and design, but me, I have two totally different businesses. Um, so here's the example. If you are a landscape designer who also mows grass in the summer, but plows snow in the winter, you might call your business Elegant Landscaping LLC, but have a DBAs for perfect lawn care and sp speedy snow plow service. Um, so that's how that would work. Now, when you're starting a business, you also have to register key documents like articles of incorporation or an operating agreement, a DBA, an EIN, income tax, and you need that to open up your bank account. Um, but these forms and other applicable license and permits, uh, depending on your business, you have to find out what kind of license and, and tax documents that you need uh, when you purchase and then you're gonna need insurance now insurance is one of those things that's highly 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 recommended but it's one of those things that you really can start your business without it's kind of scary um, but you can start your business without it and get it whenever you are finally having some generating some regular income because you will want to have insurance. Most small businesses are advised to purchase general liability insurance or a business owner's policy. General 
liability covers property damage, bodily injury, and personal injury to yourself or a third party. So if you're in someone's home doing work and you accidentally break something, it's good to have insurance. Or if you slip and fall. Now, another thing is I didn't hire employees. Occasionally, I contracted my daughter to help me um, dress up like a princess for tea parties, but I have not had to do that with my organizing business, so I'm the only employee I have. Um, but if you have a business where you're going to start a team or hire employees, um, you're it, unless you're planning to be your own employee, you're going to need to recruit and hire a great team to get your company off the off the ground. And I I didn't need that, but you want to think about that when you're starting a business. Are you going to have to have employees? Who are you going to hire? What? Um, and I recommend if you are going to start a business where you're going to need employees, start putting all those policies and procedures in place now while you're in the thinking process and creating process so that um, you can just tweak them as you hire employees and add to them as you, because you're going to want your company to be able to run without you yes you want to be needed but you also want it to be able to run without you so that you can take vacations or you can at least be able to spend time with your family and feel comfortable that your employees are going to do a good job in your absence and they're going to be able to keep the business running. But even if you're in the business and you have an office in the business, you do want your employees to have some independence and not have to come ask you questions every five minutes when you're trying to do your paperwork and your office work and taxes and, and run the, the back end of the business. So really work on that ahead of time. Um, choose your vendors. A separate bank account just for your business helps keep your books straight and is easy to set up. A business credit card can keep your business and personal finances separate and it can come in handy for purchasing supplies. Um, if your business takes credit and debit cards, you'll also want to find the perfect uh, payment processor, a merchant account, and card readers. You'll need to compare options. Um, you'll need to compare options or find the right credit card processing provider. Ensure you're getting the best rate for the type of business you're running. Uh, many business owners can manage their own accounting functions when starting their business, but as your business grows, it can save you time by hiring a, an accountant or comparing accounting software providers. In my case, I can't wait till I make enough money in my businesses to hire an accountant because that is not my um, that is not my expertise. I am not very good at that part 
And that is the part where I have to admit I'm not as organized. For an organizer, the finances and um, taxes and paperwork is, that is, I, I don't think I'm the only one. I think there's a lot of business owners that also their businesses don't survive because of the planning and the accounting and all of the back-end uh, paperwork. Before you start selling your products or service, you need to build up your brand and get a following of people ready to jump when you open your literal or figurative doors for business. Create a strategic marketing campaign that combines various marketing channels like a company website, social media, email newsletters, and opt-in forms. Um, everything you need to start building awareness of your brand and building your brand. Uh, your website. Take your reputation online and build a company website. Uh, I used um, WordPress, I believe, for my tea party business, and I'm and my husband created that website. I used Wix for my professional organizing business, and I used uh, Wix. And I'm not techie, but I survived. I actually did create a website. It does take. Um, a lot uh, to learn for me if you're techie then it shouldn't take you long at all but if I can learn how to do my own website on Wix then you can too because I am not at all techie many customers turn to the internet to learn about a business and a website is digital proof that your small business exists it is also a great way to interact with current and potential customers. Now, my website definitely did um, bring me business. Um, social media. Facebook also brought me business. Use social media to speed the word about your new business, perhaps as a promotional tool to offer coupons and discounts um, I have a little different opinion on that. You know, they do say a lot of businesses do use coupons and discounts to followers once, um, and maybe using that to get them to share promotion, to share your business and giving them a reward for sharing your business. Um, maybe that, but, um, be careful how many coupons and discounts you give because then um, people don't won't really see your value they'll see your value in the coupons and discounts rather than the value of the service in the service that you provide so always be careful of that but definitely offer incentives for people to share your business and make people to help you make people aware of your you know, your business. Word of mouth is so much important. Social media platform. Uh, um, the best social media platform.
platforms to utilize will depend on your target audience. Now, the best CRM software solutions allow you to store customer data to improve how you market to them. A well-thought-out email marketing campaign can do wonders for reaching customers and communicating with your audience. To be successful, you will want to strategically build your email marketing contact list. Uh, and your logo. Your logo is really important, too, because your logo will e can either tell them you're a cheesy business or it can tell them you're a high-end business or it can... it Your logo really gives all the messages of what you are about. So your, your logo, create a logo that can help people easily identify your brand. And be consistent in using it across all of your platforms. Now, I haven't always been that consistent. But those are all the things that you need to keep in mind when you start your business. Alright, guys. Um, that is it for me today. I hope that was very, very helpful. Um, like I said, you can go to LegalZoom and they can take care of all your legal stuff. Or you can go to the courthouse here in, in, locally. Um, you have to go to Brownsville to get your, your uh, name. You know, they can search your name and you can take care of that in Brownsville. But uh, I hope this was helpful. This is information that I really could have used when I did start my business 20 in 2000, <laughs> 22 years ago. And uh, the new information that I learned, I will admit I am still learning because I've only had one, this is only my second business. But the new thing I learned uh, is the DBA. I was wondering if I had to make another LLC or if I, there was something else, and now I know all I have to do is put my, this business, uh, register it as a DBA, and, um, and go on from there. All right, guys, I will talk to you on the next podcast. See you later.